It's not another Bills podcast with John Corzilius. How do you usually cope with these Bills losses? Because I don't, I don't know about you. I myself usually go through some variant of the seven stages of grieving, where you basically start with anger and depression, and then you end up coping and bargaining, and, and eventually get to this place where you can sit and do a podcast. I guess. Brandon Habermas. Guess what, buddy? You're not going to earn it today. Go back home. You're not going to get it today because Josh is going to come out and kill you. I'm sorry. I'm not murderous. I'm not a murderer. I'm Pat Caprio. Maybe there's a negative reaction from the TV 12 formula. I mean, the dude's eating like soy pills every day. Even in that Subway commercial, he's like, I can't eat it. It looks so good, but I can't eat it. But come on, Tom. You can eat a Subway sandwich. Man, I'm so glad that like... Xavier Howard didn't come out and like torch the Bills and and have like three interceptions or else we'd never be able to play that clip and I would have had to create a new intro by now. So, hey, as soon as Diggs went over the top of him in the game when Josh threw the duck, I was like, oh no! As soon as Josh threw the ball, you could see it wobble out of his hand and Diggs went up and got it. If Josh would have thrown that right, he got cooked twice on that route, dude. Twice. Yep. Yeah, uh, I've actually heard some interesting takes on that. I don't want to get too far into this, but I thought it was interesting because some people are saying, like, my my initial reaction was he underthrew him, right? Because Diggs had quite a few steps on him. If he throws it over the top, it's a touchdown, right? But at the same time, there's other people who are saying that Josh threw it short on purpose because he wanted to draw a pass interference penalty because when Diggs comes back over the top, usually the corner doesn't have an opportunity to turn around and even the best corners in the league will still usually commit a pass interference like that if their back is turned. So you know what I, you know what I call it. I'm going to make a golf analogy here. It's it's when you have a good mess up on a golf course. It's it's when you slice your ball so far left, but it kicks the tree out. Yep, it's yeah. the tree out yeah. on the fairway, and uh, you end up you end up hitting hitting the green on two anyways. So uh, either way, we're happy to see that result and. Uh, it might be Wednesday evening here. The rain might be falling, but the points sure were falling in Miami on Sunday. So let's get right into it, man. Hit us, hit us with some Brando bets for this week. What do you, what right. you got in your sheet? What's looking good for the weekend? Well, for starters, let's just talk a little bit about last week. My hot take of the of the weekend was the Panthers beating the Saints, and uh, that turned out to be quite quite the game if i may say so myself but uh this week i uh i am hot on the panthers again they're gonna they're gonna cook the texans um that's a that looks like a good bet to me i think another interesting one will be the uh bucks and rams um i don't really know you know i don't know if we're gonna talk about that one a little bit later uh during our picks but that's another intriguing game and uh finally you know the ravens are just gonna poop on the dolphins or not on the dolphins ravens are gonna poop on the lions so we'll just uh all right well let's uh talk about this bills game first bills at washington pat give me give me what you got so i don't know i'm excited for the matchup jack del rio that's you know what i was thinking about today what would be a better question than is jack del rio gonna outcoach leslie frazier the better question would be 1984 in their prime if they're doing the youth football drill where you're laying on your back and the ball's in the middle of you who wins the drill? No, I think, I, think that would be, I think that would be a great question. I, without a doubt in my mind, will pick Leslie Frazier all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, easy. 
Yeah. Uh, so what do we get for a pick on that game, Pat? I'm going to take Los Buffalo Bills. Um, let me check a look at the uh, spread. I believe the spread is nine and a half points right now. Oh, oh. Nine and a half. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I we, see, I, uh, I saw I don't think we cover half. the spread. I saw seven and a half on uh, FanDuel.com. Uh, it may I, have updated I, I, since I, I yeah. made our graph today. So if it's if it's seven and a half oh i got eight and a half here also seven and a half eight and a half Ugh. total points 46.5 uh that's being generous to both offenses <laughs> yeah i mean bills hit their over on uh the game against miami pretty early on in the game they also hit the score on the first drive which was a cool bet i was pretty hype about singletary catching that one Nice, yeah, dude. Brando. Also, I know you sent this to me, but do you want to share with the audience how well you did on bets? Not not in dollar amounts. I'm not saying share that, but like how many how many bets do you make, and how many of them were wins for you? I made seven bets, and I won six. Nice. <laughs> but within those seven bets, I had a seven team parlay that I hit for my biggest winners. So I hit all seven teams to win. So that one was my, that was my record. That was my record personally for number of games picked in a week. So I was pretty excited about that. You know, we were eating well, Tony and I, in the Habermas household this week. After that, uh, Tony is his cat, by the way. He's my new kitten. Yep, looks like a tiger. <laughs> Tony the tiger, aka Tony Soprano, aka Tony Stark. Either way, superhero, supervillain. We don't know yet. Um, Anyways, getting into, I, I think the total points could be, uh, it could be close. Defenses are, are both pretty good in this game. Washington does have a young defense, though. Everyone was pretty hype about them early on in the year. Chase Young is really young. No, no, I didn't do that on purpose, obviously, uh, for once. Uh, who's his DN? counterpart that he plays with is Mont- well, i'll tell you what i'll give you a betting ad right now yeah first two games montez sweat who plays against him uh whatever i don't know if chase is on the right and he's on the left i, know, the side, I think they switched this year as well but anyway back keep going montez sweat has a sack in the first two games what are what are the odds that he uh gets sack number three in game number three i think people are sleeping on this guy a little bit i mean he seems like i mean he's a first round draft pick as well so like i mean from what I hear, he's actually been outplaying Chase Young a little bit this year. Um, not that we can judge anybody by two games. I mean, look at Josh for us, but I guess Chase Young is not in his in his first two games hasn't been quite as explosive as he was last season. Well, I mean, both guys are freaks of nature. I mean, Chase Young ran, ran what four five, four six, and Montez Sweat, believe it or not, ran a four four five as a defensive end, which like that's insane. I mean, yeah, it is a little bit scary. It's six foot. Five and three quarters, basically six six two sixty. Runs a four four one. Do we have a Josh forty time? Do we know? Yeah, his is four seven. Oh, he actually ran a slower. Ran a slower. He ran a slower forty than Mac Jones. I saw, which uh, was a slap in the gut. No the way. Yes. If you guys want to see a highlight of uh, Josh running the 40, it's basically Moe's in the office, like running through the field. <laughs> like Josh has got his arms behind him. Like they never come in front of his body. He He's running like looks Naruto. like Moe's from the office. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Wildness. All right, last take on the Bills uh, Washington football team game. We got Bills total points 27 over under and Washington total points 18 and a half over under. 
I like the overs on both of those. You think we're going to give up 18 and a half points to <sighs> Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I like Taylor Heineke, but I, I don't like him that much. I think the only reason they gave up 18 is because the Bills are up enough late where there's there's some garbage time touchdowns or something like that. Because, But I like the That's over fair. on the Bills because you know if their offensive line can have a performance similar to Miami, and I know Miami's defensive front was nothing compared to Washington, I think that Washington's defensive weakness is in their linebackers and their defensive backs. I think their front four is amazing. But I, I, from what I hear, their their corners have not been up to par this year. Linebackers are going to have a hard time matching up against uh, Cole Beasley and Dawson Knox. So I expect a pretty big game from both those guys. Somebody's going to have to uh, break the mold here early on about what we have. I agree with that one, Johnny. It's going to be closer than people realize. Washington's no slouch. Taylor McLaurin, he might, you know, Trey White's in a class of his own on our defense. So is Matt Milano on uh, Logan Thomas. So I think we'll be able to have a little bit of a slugfest early on, but Bills are going to pull it out near the end of the game. Something will happen. Some big turnover. Turnover is going to be the difference in the game, and then it'll break it open. I don't even know if it's a personnel issue necessarily because Kendall Fuller was like a straight stud on that Chiefs team that, you know, won the Super Bowl. And then, you know, he's kind of tailed off and, you know, kind of had a Josh Norman-esque um trip to Washington DC so I don't know that I, I mean I think they have the players it just I think it's going to come down to what kind of game Jack Del Rio calls against us and then you know I guess how, how we perform or execute so are we uh, are we picking Buffalo across the board on this one I believe so okay moving on to the next game we have Jameis Winston with perfect vision coming into uh, <laughs> New Orleans <laughs> Coming in with New Orleans against New England and Mac Jones. We've seen two different versions of Jameis Winston, as he probably sees of himself now that he got his LASIK eye surgery done. Uh, so what do we have here, gentlemen, for this game? Johnny, let's start with you today. Um, I- I'm still on the Jameis hype train. I-, I still think Pat it was a good fantasy pickup. Uh, I know he had an off week, but I mean, he better get his game together because I have Alvin Kamara and he, he was my only bust this week. And granted, I, I lost to somebody who scored almost 200 points because they had Derrick Henry, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But um, I, I need a bounce back week because I'm going up against Chase this week, who's pretty much number one in our league in a lot of ways. I actually know who's number one in our league right now. Sam? Yep. I'm going to brag a little bit. Boyfriend brag. Sam's number one. Oh, it depends on it depends on how you look at it. So they're both I think she has most points scored too, right? She she might. Um, I was looking at like final projected standings. Oh yeah, I was looking at it right now with points scored and everything. But that's all right. Anyways, long yeah. season, long season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a close call, man. Who do you who do you have? I've I've got New Orleans in this one. I I think that they have a little bit of a bounce back week. If I start rooting for the Patriots, then you guys gotta. You guys got to cut me off or something. We'll take so, you out here I, on Lake Erie, man. Put you on the break wall and kiss you goodbye until the Canadians rescue you somewhere. But. Tony Soprano style. <laughs> Tony Soprano <laughs> style. Now, I have an interesting take about this game. Yeah. I think with their shirts off, Jameis Winston and Mac Jones would have very similar body composition. <laughs> I bet sure they man? do. <laughs> yes, yes. Jameis has gotten a little chunky. Um, they both have but, a little dad bod for being an NFL quarterback. Yes, yes, which is awesome. You you want to root for a guy like that as someone who possesses a dad bod. Um, number two, I mean, the only the only reason I'm going to have to 
and I don't get me wrong, like Bill Belichick is like the epitome of Emperor Palpatine, like, and he's got his, he's got you know Matt Patricia who, uh, whatever, just eats Keebler cookies. And is looks he back on the Patriots coaching staff? Yeah, after, yeah, okay. he's a defensive coordinator. I mean, I, it's hard to tell because you know, I mean, last week either Zach Wilson is the biggest bust in the past five years or like Bill Belichick had his way with him. So I think that there'll be a little bit more formidable test for the Patriots, but. Well, you know, Bill Belichick's history with rookie quarterbacks, he just eats them up alive. And that's, I think is what the difference is going to be. Belichick is an excellent coach, but Winston's not a rookie. And Sean Payton is also an excellent coach. Mac Jones is a rookie and uh, Mac Jones might get some looks that he has never seen before. Saints defense is good. They have a tough D line. They might bring some pressure on the Mac. So for me, I'm picking uh, New Orleans because I think it'll be uh, not as close as people think. Uh, New Orleans, their offense matches up well against the Patriots defense. and They're going to show them that on Sunday. Patty, Patty, who you got for that game? Although the Saints had the number four defense in the NFL last year, I got to take Billy and the boys, Um, unfortunately. I mean, this is hard to say. I feel like I'm setting myself up to um, possibly contradict myself next week because, I mean, this team did beat, um, you know, Zach Wilson, who he ain't playing at Brigham Young anymore, and Tua and the boys did beat this team. So, I mean, it's hard to tell, but I got to take Bill. Give him the benefit of the doubt. What about you, Johnny? Uh, I I have New Orleans. Yeah, no, that's how we put it off. But yeah, all right. Well, now we got the rumbling and tumbling. Daniel Jones coming in, trying not to get picked off from the ground by a Falcon by these Atlanta Matt Ryan led Falcons. Uh, I don't really know what to think of either one of these teams right now. It's kind of the battle of the bad. Uh, who we got? I I don't know. I I would say New York Giants on a whim because I flipped the coin, it landed on heads, and he's got a big head like George Washington, Daniel Jones does. So I would say they're going to win this game because of him somehow, some way. But that's the best I got for you. This was the hardest one for me to pick this week. Anybody else want to chime in? I, I think that one of the things that people forget, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Falcons, their defense is horrendous, absolutely terrible, trash. But people forget, I mean... The only Super Bowl that ever went into overtime, you know, I mean, he was one historic comeback away from being a Super Bowl champion, you know, but also Daniel Jones. I mean, I like him, but he plays with reckless abandonment, kind of like a young Josh. So I don't know. I'm I'm going to have to take the Giants just because like I feel like their defense is slightly better, but don't sleep on Matt Ryan. He could have a big game. Well, the moral of the story is he lost the big game. Carry on, John. <laughs> You're good. Uh, I like the Giants in this one, not for any particular reason. I just, I, I haven't had any reason to believe in the Falcons in the last two, three years. So I'm just going Giants on this one. I think they have a bounce back from that that game against Washington where they honestly should have won um, if you want to go letter of the law. So that's my pick for that one. Well, we'll wipe that one out of the way. You know, one of those toilet bowl games this week. Moving on to something that should be much more entertaining because they always seem to match up well. The division rival Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. We have Ben Roethlisberger playing with an injured booby, a.k.a. Peck Muscle. That yeah, he ain't got no pecs. They call you Big Ben for a reason and you, you do the truffle shuffle and they shake them all about. Uh, and it, with, with Big Ben... It's not going to be this Sunday. His boobie's going to weigh him down. Joe Burrow, he's going to have his way with Big Ben. The young taking over the old. He's washed. 
maybe Johnny will get some fantasy points this week. Are you going to start Joe Burrow? No, and thank God I didn't last week. I- <laughs> True. That was a bad pick. That was one of the ice cold takes from me last week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had Stafford. And I, I still lost, so it didn't really matter. But I like Cincinnati in this one. Um, not by much, but again, I think you know Ben nursing an injury. He's questionable. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Cincinnati on that one because I don't think that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's offense is really anything that special. Pat, gotta go with the Steelers. The Steelers got to man too much. Mike Tomlin's too good of a coach. Dropped two in a row. Um, hopefully Najee Harris um, steps his game up a little bit, but they got some dogs. D a w g s man. I mean, Double people forget dogs. about Ch- they forget about Chase Claypool. They forget about Juju, even though Juju's been running some very shallow routes. I mean, and then you got um, oh, what's his name? Is it Devontae Johnson? I believe he so. led the league in drops last year, if I recall. Deontay yeah. jumps Johnson. Deontay drops and John. That was good. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose, I promise. But, I mean, they do they do have three good wide receivers, so I mean, I think that if anything, that could make up for some poor quarterback play. At least we saw that in the Bills game. It was it was tough at the Bills game because Ben did connect on the one deep ball over Trey White. Uh, I think it was Chase Claypool that went up over Trey White. I mean, it was all Claypool. I wouldn't necessarily... I mean, I think I could have thrown that ball. But, yeah, um, any of us. It was not a good throw. <laughs> Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati on this one. Uh, give me Cincy and Joe Burrow to win that one. This one, this next game, uh, we have the Rams taking on Tampa Bay Bucks in Los Angeles. Tampa Bay coming in off of one of the hottest starts of the season. 44-year-old old man soy pill taking avocado toast eating Tom Brady. I have a fun fact. Go for it. This will be the first time that Tom Brady plays a game in L.A. in his career. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, no one's been in L.A. since the 90s. True. Yeah. And, well, and I, guess he didn't play the, I guess he didn't play the Chargers at all last yeah. two years. Anyway, Brandon, no. continue. Didn't mean to cut you off. Just thought That's that okay. was a fun fact. Uh, Matt Stafford, my homeboy, favorite player before Josh Allen came into this world, coming up against a vaunted Tampa Bay D. This could be their first real test of the season for both of these teams. I can't pick Tom Brady to win, even though I think he could potentially have a big game. I have to pick my boy Matt Stafford to get the W. Is it a primetime game? Do we know? It should be. Let me take a look. The Rams had Sunday Night Football Week 1, though, so I'm not sure. It's uh, 425. Box Rams, 425. Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a late start. Okay. Okay. Yeah, give yeah. me them. Uh, hopefully, I'd like to see Robert Woods have a few more catches this week. He has gotten involved a little bit, but Corey Cook has been lights out all season long right now. So, Johnny, who you got? Uh, I don't know. I I had to go Tampa Bay on this one. I, I don't understand it, but somehow that guy just keeps pulling out wins and... It's miraculous how it happens, and it's it's never anything like, you know, you're not watching Tom Brady, and you're like, oh, that was so Patrick Mahomes-esque, but the dude wins, so it's, they, I, I, can never, I can never bet against the guy. I don't know, yeah. unfortunately, because it always just ends up backfiring, so I'm going to go Tampa Bay on this one. I like the Rams. Matt Stafford is my fantasy quarterback. Um, Henderson is my running back, and, you know, he might be out for this game, so. Also out... 
potentially Antonio Brown with COVID, if I'm correct. I don't know if there was any updates from that today, but yesterday he was placed on the COVID list. And I think he had to test positive today for him to be eligible to play. Yeah, he had to test negative today for him to be eligible to play on Sunday. So I haven't heard back from that also but uh johnny so johnny's got the i got the bucks brady led bucks and patrick who do you have pat give me the bucks baby i mean not to trash not to trash cooper cup but he is the far superior slot receiver in this matchup um you know i gotta go with old scooty miller um you know like we were talking about scoot you remember uh scotty from park rec anyways um you know I, i it's the same deal you know tom's got a lot of weapons tom's got a coach that's willing to have at least one guy, potentially two, every play, stay home and block for him, you know, skill position player. And also, I mean, people aren't talking enough about Levante David and Devin White. Those guys are going to be generational linebackers. We're going to look back four or five years from now and be like, I mean, I've never seen a guy cover a field like like Devin White in my entire life. Like, best in coverage. Like, just... It, it's I mean, the new way them, but- NFL. They need to have a linebacker like that to be successful. You have these tight ends. This passing game is so elite. And you, they can read the play action really well also uh being able to make that first right step forward or back not getting sucked too low being able to make a play on anybody in the field uh it's super valuable and, and that's like what we want to have here in buffalo too with milano and Edmonds. but maybe they're just not quite there yet i think milano is milano sure as hell is. i mean i i mean those two those two could have been super bowl mvp last year for the yeah. defense on tampa bay yeah our final pick of the week in our pick six, we have Minnesota coming off an interesting first two games of the season, putting up points, but not coming out with some victories. And Seattle, you know, you have the general Russell Wilson throwing the ball really far and high in the air to Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf uh, every single week now producing on offense for both teams. I think it's going to be a, a pretty high-scoring affair here. Both of these weapons, Justin Jefferson off to a hot start, Adam Thielen off to a hot start, King Kurt up in Minnesota. I bet you he's just fitting in up there, you know. Oh, dude. Slings. Very wholesome city for a wholesome guy. Yeah, just chilling up in there in their new stadium. Uh, who you got for this game, Johnny? Well, I, uh, I think it's going to be a good day uh, up in Minnesota. Say! <laughs> It's a good day to refuse a COVID vaccine, you know? God will protect him. Yeah, yeah. you know, me uh, and Jody Foster putting a body in the wood chipper. You ever seen that movie, Fargo, oh, folks? You ever seen that movie? We used to catch some walleye up in Lake Willem Palpa. And walleye be good eating, boys. <laughs> okay, now we're getting into Canadian hockey talk. <laughs> well. Either way, the CFL is not the NFL, and they do not have the Seahawks and Vikings playing, Pat. So who do you got? Who you got for our final pick six game? Uh, well, number one, the Vikings would be 2-0 and if Mr. John Corzelius was playing place kicker for him. But, um, you know, You're, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong, dude. Johnny could. He had a boot on him on our high school football team, dude. Get, could, he could kick. But, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, I uh, until you prove me wrong, dude, I'm going to keep saying you're going to keep laying eggs, dude. Kirk Cousins is like Jay Cutler. You look at the box score, and the box score, you're like, man, this guy's a killer. And um, seldom is he on the uh, winning end of the stick. I, you know, I got to go with the, uh, you know, the uh, the native um, Northwest birds up there. But, you know, 
but fast fact about Jim, not Jimmy Butler. That's not the guy I'm going to say fast fact about Jay Cutler, Jimmy Butler, Jay Cutler. Wow. I'll say that three times fast. Jay Cutler had the number one selling NFL Jersey a decade ago in 2009 when he got traded to the bears. I saw that. Uh, like really? the other day. Yeah. Can you believe that? He played, he played college football across the street from Johnny at Vanderbilt. Did he do anything else in college? I hear that Kyle Orton jerseys are number one selling at Goodwills across the nation. <laughs> if you can find them, they just sell out yeah. so fast. Bears, Broncos, Bills. He's in that alliteration category. You know. <laughs> Bears, yeah. Bills, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, beats. Right. Brando, Brando, who you got for this game? Uh, this one's tough, but I'm going to stick with Russell Wilson because DK Metcalf's a freak of a human being and Kirk Cousins just is just a little bit below average. You know, they say size doesn't matter if you know what you're doing. And Kirk Cousins seems like he knows what he's doing and just enough. Yeah, but, but he can never got, finish, dude. But then you got to, exactly my point, Pat Cap. The man knows, Pat Cap knows. You got the king, Russell Wilson, coming in here. Beautiful wife. Big time contract, monster receivers. That man right there. Now he is the average size of five eight, but he is above average in heart and determination, and he's going to take these Seahawks over the top today and get them their win on the season. So I'll I'll tell you why I'm taking Minnesota in this matchup because I didn't get very far past my Minnesota accent to explain why. Sorry about that, John. But, Sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> my fault, not yours. <laughs> My daddy. Okay, no, that's Canadian. Um, I, the after watching, I was very intently watching the Seattle Tennessee game last week because of the fantasy implications, and my opponent put up, as I said, almost two hundred points because they had Derrick Henry on their team. I I see that potential if Seattle late in that game is going to give up runs like that to Derrick Henry. I see no reason why they can't do that with Delvin Cook. And so I well, Delvin not, Cook's 65, 70 pounds lighter than Derrick Henry, also. But. That's true. I but again, breakaway runs and stuff like that. So I, I think that Minnesota is really pissed that they got off to an 0 2 start. And I would I don't think that they'll fall to 0 3. And I, Seattle is great. I think Seattle is a great bet on this game. I just think that Delvin Cook ends up being the difference in this one. So, but then again, I've I've been wrong. If you guys want to reflect on our records so far, I'm not off to a hop start. I am three and three from our first week. Brand or Pat is four and two, and Brando is five and one. Hey, the only game that none of us got right was when we all picked Cincinnati to beat Chicago. Dang, man, that was tough. That was my lock. I think. I, I anyways, Brando, if you got a second, go ahead and uh, give us the bet of the week that you got there. Our pick of the week. Brando's bets brought to you by the five and one record from last week. We have the Browns versus the bears. We have Justin Fields making his first career NFL start. The Browns ferocious defensive line is going to come at him, but I feel like he has the legs to keep the game close. He's going to get out of the way of the pressure that Cleveland can bring them, but the bears are not going to be competent enough to pull the win off. I think the Browns are going to come away with this one. They're going to step on Justin Fields first career start and they're going to pull away with the win and I think that's going to be my lock of the week here brought to you by Brandon's bets the Browns over the Bears yeah safe bet man the Bears did not they won a game not scoring an offensive touchdown last week so all right boys well I think that's going to do it for this episode um hopefully I do a little bit better than last week Brando's only got one loss so far so he uh only has up to go 
when we jump into our next episode, episode nine will be out next week. We'll have our uh, recap of the bills versus Washington football team and our preview of the upcoming week against the Texans, a game that I will be at as a fan instead of an employer. I know everybody else will be tuning in. We were expecting to see Tyrod make a return to Buffalo, but we will not be seeing that. So uh, we will get into that more next week uh, on this Not Another Bills podcast. Nice. And you guys always know you can follow us on Twitter at Not Bills Podcast. Uh, plenty of mediocre, mediocre tweets to go around. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, we'd love if you dropped us a nice review because those go a long way, you know, for our own validation, but also for <laughs> the, the podcast and, and helping it reach a lot more people. So, oh, and also want to give a quick shout out to uh, Anthony Marino, dropped us a review and has been super supportive on Twitter and stuff like that. And we're all big fans of Buffalo Rumblings as well. So it means a lot. And just want to thank him for listening to all these episodes and listen to our uh our rantings and stuff like that. So. No doubt. We love it over there too. Keep it coming, Anthony. Keep it coming. All right. Well, Patty's checked out. Let's uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> roll, <laughs> roll the instrumental version of Lost. <laughs> That's All right. Hasta, hasta entonces. <laughs> <laughs>